Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Today's podcast is sponsored by SLI Systems, providers of intelligent site search and navigation solutions. Learn more at sli-systems.com and listen to their interviews at ecommercepodcast.com. Your path to e-commerce success starts right here. You're listening to Practical E-Commerce, the podcast for e-commerce results. Welcome back to another Practical E-Commerce podcast. My name is Brian Getting, and this is our December 2006 interview. And this month we've got Michael A. Cox had a chance to speak with uh, Craig Newmark of Craigslist, which is, uh, if you don't know Craigslist, you're probably not living on the West Coast. <laughs> but uh, also Craigslist has expanded basically nationwide, but it's, it's been a really big sort of resource in the Bay Area and uh, all along the West Coast for quite a long time now. So... This, uh, to me, is a, a really cool interview with, once again, Craig Newmark of Craigslist. So I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to Michael A. Cox. We're talking uh, with Craig of Craigslist. I suppose that uh, every time that you hear about a name of a business that uh, that has somebody's name in it, you always wonder if there really is a Craig, and obviously there is. Um, so uh, tell us about Craig a little bit first. Uh, basically, I'm just the kind of guy you read about, uh, you know, who wore a plastic pocket protector in high school, thick black was <laughs> taped together, the whole cliche. I've outgrown that, but I remember what it was about. And that means, for example, I uh, take things literally. And if I commit to something, I uh, really, really try hard to follow through. So how long ago was it you committed to this thing uh, called it's called Craigslist now? And I guess, was it always called Craigslist? I started about 11 and a half years ago, and for the first several months, there was no name that didn't need one. I was using a simple CC list, uh-huh. but when that, and I had to go to a listserv, I had to give it a name. I was going to call it at San Francisco events, and people who were smarter than me told me they already call it Craigslist. Keep it that, it's personal and quirky. And uh, the rest, as they say, is history. Uh, what uh, what was the uh, was there a business plan or was there any of that formal sort of stuff that uh, that you did earlier on or was it just a sort of uh, bootleg seat of the pants thing? It was all a hobby. We uh, don't uh, really have a business plan. Don't uh, use it. We just uh, are fairly experienced and follow our instincts. In particular, uh, Jim Buckmaster, who's the guy who really runs things. Uh, he has really good managerial instincts. I don't, which is why Jim is CEO and I'm uh, <laughs> I'm working as customer service rep. Uh, and and uh, of course, you still have that name, that founder thing after your name. When uh, when did Jim come on board with you? Uh, in uh, early 2000. Yeah. What uh, back in those early days again? What uh, what was the basic 
what was the basic aim? Was it, if I understand it correctly, it looked like it was simply a public service thing that you wanted to do, right? Uh, that was the idea back then, and it's the idea now. Yeah. Now, did, did you have, early on, even though you, you had that sort of public service thing in mind, was was there a revenue stream that, that you recognized that, uh, that could sort of, uh, you know, keep the wolf away from the door in those days? Uh, nothing like that. First few years was just as a hobby. And then, uh, oh, the time came around when I tried doing things with volunteers, but that uh, failed. Now, volunteers uh, are uh, are wonderful people, but uh, they're not the easiest thing in the world to manage, are they? Well, uh, that there does that, that does happen that way. <laughs> What uh, when uh, when was it that you uh, that you introduced the uh, the idea of profit to uh, to the Craigslist enterprise? Um, I guess in some form, maybe it was when we made the company, well the the organization into a real company, and that was in early '99. And what uh, what was the impetus that uh, that took you in that direction? Well. After roughly a year of trying to do it to, uh, with volunteers, some uh, folks helped me get out of denial and helped me get it that I had to get serious, and that means making it a real company. And was there was it a matter of uh, of uh, raising capital and uh, and uh, sort of doing that that dreaded uh, plan that you had had sort of avoided up to that point? Mostly it was just a matter of uh, just having enough uh, revenue to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. So what, uh, uh, obviously you're, you're, you're still pretty much a, a one-man operation, even though you were starting to generate revenue so you could have hired help. What, uh, what was your strategy uh, early on to, uh, to drive more traffic and to uh, generate those revenues? Uh, back then we didn't have a strategy. We just continued doing what we were doing trying to provide good customer service and plugging away, and uh, that worked. Now, were you were you still fairly localized then in terms of the Bay Area, or had you at that point uh, begun to have uh, some, uh, some modules in other parts of the country? That was still strictly San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, Jim added the first cities outside of uh, the Bay Area um, in mid, uh, mid-2000. Were you beginning to get? Uh, obviously, uh, you, even though you were only serving the Bay Area, you were you were seen elsewhere. Were were other people inquiring as to how they might become part of Craigslist, or whether or not the Craigslist uh, thing could be available in their market? Uh, people do ask that uh, frequently, even now. People suggest new cities. Uh, sometimes people want to, let's say, run operations in their neighborhood. Although we do have to tell people that basically the people who use our site are the people who run the site. Here we provide infrastructure and do some of the heavier forms of customer service. Aha. Uh-huh. Now, one of the first questions when I when I told uh, my wife, for example, that I was going to talk to you, she said, "Find out." How they make their money? What is what? It, it's difficult for most people looking at your site to understand the revenue stream. Where where does Craigslist derive its revenue? Well, the principle is based on what people told me five or six years ago. I uh, talked to a lot of people, 
They said charge people who are otherwise paying more money for less effective ads. Specifically, we were told to charge job posters for help wanted ads. And we were uh, told that we should charge for real estate postings. In practice, we charge for help wanted ads in seven cities mm -hmm. and for apartment rental listings only in New York. Mm -hmm. Enough the people that we charge are the people who asked us to charge them. That was going to be my next question: was why uh, why only specific markets? Why not in general? So it's uh, it's a matter of what the market is asking for. Uh, kind of. One other factor, for example, are are there known problems with the market that mature? Are those city sites being hit by postings which, well, maybe uh, scams or something like that? Because that does happen out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And would would you mind uh, sharing with us uh, the level to which those revenues have have risen? Nah, we just don't uh, talk about that. Okay. You know, I only have a vague idea anyway. <laughs> I understand. Um, you just mentioned something that, that uh, as a user of your site, we've hired a number of people by using uh, Craigslist to advertise for employees. Um, you mentioned uh, guarding against scams and things. Has that been a, an, an issue for you, More probably more so in the past few years, uh, people posting scams? It's become more of a problem if you include other related problems. For example, we see people doing what we call spamvertising, posting hundreds or thousands of ads of a dubious nature. Mm -hmm. That's a, a real problem right there. And what 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 are you able to do, if anything, to uh, to thwart uh, uh, those kinds of uh, uh, sieges, if you will? Um. Well, what we do is when we see this happening, we do some blocking. If they persist, then I start talking, let's say, to their ISP or their hosting service uh -huh. and just uh, have the hosting service or whatever talk to them. And if talking fails, well, they uh, usually get uh, unhosted or whatever. They get their accounts canceled. <laughs> get their accounts canceled, right. Um, is there uh, is there uh, is there any change in the uh, in what I guess most of us refer to as the minimalist format uh, for Craigslist? Are there any are there any changes in the way Craigslist looks and functions that uh, you have in mind? Nothing really. We've seen some suggestions, one good uh, redesign from uh, some design people, but people are pretty happy with the way we have things. Uh, I asked around, and the the only people who got excited about the redesign were people in the design community. <laughs> well, I was going to that's a, that's an interesting point, and and it's one that that I talk about uh, on uh, often. As a matter of fact, a lot of times uh, websites and advertising in general, for that matter, in magazines, uh, newspapers, tend to be over designed, uh, and they sort of forget the user. It appears to me as though the users the first thing in your mind and the 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 simple approach uh, has been successful for you uh, I'm not sure I understood that question You'll well, my point my point is that that there's a point where design uh, it really is only in the interest of the designer and not in the interest of the user yeah and I've been pretty sensitive to that 
because I realize I have no design skills, all I know how to do is keep it simple. Mm-hmm. What, uh, I guess that, that begs the question, what exactly are Craig's skills? Uh, well, I used to be technical and a pretty good programmer, but now uh, we have a team full of programmers who are all better than I, I was. Uh-huh. Now I just focus on customer service, doing some of the related forensics, uh, plugging away. Maybe my re- real skill right now is just persistence and commitment. Obviously, you're, you're, you stay in touch with what's happening on the Internet and what's happening on the web and, and uh, the general arena. Uh, I'd be interested in your impressions on, uh, on the, uh, the advancement of the web, uh, web version 2, all of the new things that, that we're hearing about. Uh, what do you think about the web the way it stands now and where it might be going? Uh, the web right now does a great deal of things for people. We are seeing new technologies come online, some of which sound very exciting, some of which will help us out, some of which won't really do very much. What, what? I have a that web technology on uh, phones will be a very, very big deal. What are the things that won't do very much for us in your estimation? I uh, don't know. <laughs> what are the... What are the things other than the phone technology that might be very useful that you see in the pipeline? Well, I think there are uh, small things that will help us out. For example, I'm uh, helping a guy out a little bit trying to use net technology, mostly delivered over cell phones, to help find a parking place when you need one. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that sounds like something that could be very, very popular. Bigger side, oh... There's stuff like, um, well, like right now, people are using the net to help expose problems with crooked voting machines, mm-hmm. and people are trying to take measures to prevent them from being a uh, real problem. You know, it used to be when the uh, powerful wanted to do something crooked, you couldn't do much about it. But if a lot of people get together over the net, then maybe you can do something about it. Is it your opinion that the uh, that there is um, uh, still a security problem on uh, on the internet? Oh, there are uh, many different security problems. A lot depends on what system you're running on your uh, desktop or notebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, we're pretty paranoid about security, so our preference is to run either Linux machines or uh, Macs. I see. And would that uh, would that be an advice to uh, to general users to uh, to use uh, that architecture as opposed to say uh, uh, Windows or uh, uh, one of the others? Well, the bottom line is that if you're uh, serious, you do use something that's reasonably secure and reliable. And I don't know. I've been just been burned by Windows too many times, over and over again. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll fix it with Vista. I don't know. <laughs> what, uh, uh, are, are there any uh, additions in terms of services that, uh, that Craigslist is, uh, uh, might offer down the road that, that you're thinking about? I can't think of much. Uh, mostly we just do slow incremental growth. We do, for example, uh, need to offer multiple language support and... We do need to do something about 
So about uh, the housing maps idea, where we use Google or Yahoo Maps to help locate, say, garage sales or available apartments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is uh, what stands in the way of uh, of your act- of that being facilitated effectively? Um, it's often just time. First things first. For example, we have to keep the site uh, fast, mm-hmm. and that's kind of hard at times. Fast meaning uh, that the site works quickly when when the user is there, not getting bogged down by traffic and that sort of thing. All of the above. All of the all of the above. The uh, uh, let's go back to security again for a minute. Um, what are what are in, in your experience as a programmer and as operating uh, Craigslist? What are what are some of the things that a that a typical e-commerce merchant or operator could do on a day-to-day basis that might that might help their security situation? Um, well, what we do, our all our servers are running Linux, and we keep up to date with the occasional uh, patches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a burden, but nothing like trying to keep a Windows server patched. On the desktops, both uh, within the company but also within your clients, we do recommend the Firefox browser, which is fixed pretty uh, on a reliable basis. And when they have to update the, uh, the browser, they make it fairly painless. If you uh, if we were going to give a little advice to somebody who's uh, who's just entering the uh, the internet business arena uh, as you did a few years ago, what uh, what would you tell them today? Um, pretty much the uh, some of the principles which work for us uh, basically provide really good customer service. Just don't give it uh, lip service and try to treat other people like you want to be treated, which is. Uh, I guess uh, another way of saying uh, provide good customer service. Okay. Is there anything about the Internet that, you, uh, that you're really unhappy with or really would like to change tomorrow if, uh, if you were appointed uh, in a position to do so? Um, basically, people of goodwill, particularly in the PR business, do need to get together and find a way of dealing with the, uh, the really unethical PR people. And that uh, would help everyone out. Now, what, what, what do you, can you give us a little explanation of that? There are PR firms who do lots of uh, dirty tricks, particularly political ones. I see. For people who do things like swift boating, and then the PR people who work with lobbyists to uh, fight fairness on the internet. Mm-hmm. For example, there's a number of fake grassroots-looking sites opposing internet neutrality. Right, and when you begin to them, you find that they're all fronts for lobbyists and uh, big telecoms, and uh, it's okay to, for them to present their positions honestly, but this is the opposite of uh, honesty. Which uh, which leads me to another question. Then uh, I've, I've noticed in uh, looking at at your site and some of the uh, uh, stuff on the FAQ page, uh, you're quite active in some charities and foundations and things like that. Would you tell us about that a little bit? Oh, I'm involved in a handful of things. We do have our own foundation, although there my role is just to be the glamorous figurehead. Uh, foundation focuses on helping other nonprofits. Uh, get smarter, for example, about use of technology, 
or even just being able to make an elevator pitch, because sometimes you have to be able to articulate what you're about in a few seconds. And if you can't do that, people will start, uh, rather they'll stop listening. Just drift away. In regards, I'm very interested in the future of journalism and media, since a free, um, energetic press is, is necessary to keep a democracy alive. Right. So I'm involved in a pretty uh, oh, half-assed way in terms of supporting various journalism efforts. And that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. We want to uh, extend a thank you to Michael A. Cox for a great interview there, and of course to uh, Craig Newmark of Craigslist.com. Um, also take a look at our website at www.practicalecommerce.com. We've got quite a few things going on for the new year, so keep an eye on that website for the next month or so. Uh, come January 1st, we will have uh, some exciting new changes for people.